near you. Assurance. It's a word, a touch, a look that sparks a feeling, peace of mind, that everything will be all right. These are the moments that inspire us to do more than you'd ever expect from a car insurance company. At a price that's less than you'd expect, this is more than just insurance. This is Plymouth Rock Assurance. Visit us at PlymouthRock.com. Casey Price, host of a brand new show called Everyday Elder Care. My show will help you take the stress out of caring for your elderly loved one by educating you about options and solutions you may not even know exist. Tune in every Tuesday at noon on RVN TV. We'll see you there. Imagine the finest hand-selected USDA prime steak you'll ever have. The freshest line-caught seafood. Our Wine Spectator award-winning wine list and soul-satisfying desserts. Bring that together with the perfect date. The winning business deal. A memorable family celebration. Welcome to Rod Steak and Seafood Grill in nearby Morristown, New Jersey. Bring your appetite and feed your passion. Living for seniors age 62 and over, People Inc. offers safe, maintenance-free apartments across Western New York. The affordable rent is income-based. For more information, call People Inc. Senior Living at 817-9090. In a world where bankers have lost all interest, where robots and fat cats rule our fortunes, one woman Hi. will stand up and strive to do the impossible. Be treated like a person. Friends and neighbors will join her quest. Ordinary people will band together against the forces of corporate greed. Hi, and welcome to Behind the Numbers, the show where we dig a little bit deeper to understand what really matters most in business. I'm Dave Bookbinder, Senior Director at Pine Hill Group. There comes a time in small companies' evolution where they reach an inflection point where business owners come to realize that maybe they've outgrown 
uh, their bookkeeper or their accounting function and they need a greater level of financial sophistication and stewardship, but maybe they're not quite ready to commit to a chief financial officer. What's a business owner to do when they reach that spot? My guest today has an answer to that very question and I'm pleased to welcome Jeff Bruno, who is the founder and CEO of Your Outsourced CFO. Jeff, welcome to the program. Good morning, Dave. Thank you. So, Jeff, tell me a little bit about your background and what is your outsourced CFO? Sure. So, uh, I started uh, my career really on the finance track, and uh, I was the CFO of a small business and helped them grow from $1.5 million to $13 million over about four years through uh, acquisition and through uh, organic growth. And in seeing that, I said, wow, there's a dearth of this strategic CFO support for these size companies, 1.5 million to 15 million. I said, I need to do something to help that, these companies. So in 2013, I started your outsourced CFO to do precisely that. Cool. Tell me a little bit about the kinds of companies you're involved with. When, when is a good time for a company to be ready for what you do? Sure. So typically as companies grow, there's what, you know, there's growing pains. There's, there's cash flow issues. There's how do I spend my money? How do I reinvest to get the correct growth and, and, and keep accelerating the business? Usually around a million, million and a half, two million in revenue, maybe a certain level of employees. It starts to get too complex to manage all the pieces and to put them all together and have the metrics to track them correctly and use those metrics for the right growth decisions. It's about that point where you really need a higher level strategic person to help you with your company. And that's where really where we come in. Do you find that business owners have that realization? What's their aha that they, they really have outgrown that bookkeeper? I mean, in my world, I see it all the time, but it, it, they're always a little bit later to the party, in my view. They are. Well, it, it's, a little, it's a little newer these days to have a resource like, like us available with the way we've been able to do it with technology and streamline processes and so on, because that type of resource just wasn't available 15, 20 years ago. So for, for the owners, they don't realize that it's out there. But they have to get to the point where they, they feel like they just don't know where to turn, what direction to make, what money do I need to spend to keep this growth going. And they, and they frankly don't have enough, they don't think they have enough profit to make it possible. So. Right. So in my world, um, most of my clients are CFOs. And I've worked sure. with a lot of them over the course of my career. And there's certain characteristics of CFOs. I think that the, the role of a CFO has become way more strategic uh, than it had been in recent years. And I think to some degree, some CFOs find themselves overloaded and perhaps burdened by different responsibilities like managing IT, managing HR, and so forth. Can you talk a little bit about what the, the proper ideal qualities of a CFO are? I couldn't agree with you more, Dave. Today, the modern CFO, literally in the last 20 years, it's been transformative. We are, CFOs in general, in large and small companies, are much more engaged in the strategy of the business. Um, working directly with the CEOs and sort of the, the C-level people on the next direction with everything. Bringing in all different types of vendors, all different types of HR components, IT components, and formulating that strategy together with a, using the financials as the baseline through you know, correct budgeting and forecasting processes, but they really have become very strategic in, in supporting company growth. So. so when your team gets involved, what will you do and what won't you do? So we really get involved to sort of completely embed ourselves as that CFO resource. It, and the key word there is embed. We are not here to just fix the financials of a corporation, of a small business. We're here to completely run the financial strategy for that company. So we come in, we analyze and assess the business. We do it in sort of four phases where we analyze and assess, we streamline and implement, 
Then we monitor and identify the key metrics for that business. And then once all of that's done, now we're on strategy. Now we're just helping them grow the business because we have all the information we need and all the data to help that. Yeah. I want to talk a little bit about the growth and strategy, but I want to just ask one kind of pedantic detail so sure. that our viewers can understand a little bit. So are you in the office of your client companies every day? How does that process work from an administrative perspective, sure, if you will? Sure, great question. So we kind of nuance the model a little bit. So there's interim models and there's other types of things where people are in the office a lot more. We're only in the office with the client. We're at our office about mm -hmm. once or twice a month on average to, to help them with their, and we work with their key people controllers, bookkeepers, we help improve what they're doing so that the business overall improves. Gotcha. So, so a lot of small businesses may be tempted uh, by different types of financing that could be available. Uh, I guess modern terminology may be some alternative type debt structures. What's been your experience in helping companies dealing with those alternative debt structures? So I, I actually, if I may a little bit on this, uh, I, I feel like this is almost like the scourge of our society these days. These um, alternative debt, and in some cases called predatory lenders, while you need capital fast, they can be very effective, but they are charged extremely high rates, and there's a lot of hidden pieces in there that people don't realize. They'll tease people and say, I'll give you a credit line for 5%. When you look behind the numbers. Oh, nice. Thank you. You see that there's a 5%, uh, a couple percentage points starting fee on, on whatever line you're going to get. There's transaction fees when you pull money down. There's, they say 5%, but once they do underwriting, it's 9 or 10% APR. So there's a lot of hidden things that people don't understand, and even in paperwork, a lot of hidden things. And it's taking advantage of a lot of people. And if I could give a specific example. Yeah, go ahead. We've got so, got a minute? Yeah. So, if you're a business and you run into trouble personally or something, because everybody knows that your personal is tied to your business, and you need $100,000, a $3 million business, let's assume you're a 10% net profit business. So you're making $25,000 a month, okay? If you take $100,000 of, of this predatory lending, they want it repaid within six months. Mm -hmm. That means that they're going to take your, uh, roughly $25,000 back over every month. So now all your net profit is gone over the next six months. So you have any more downturns, you're gonna be in some trouble. Ouch. And this those is people what causes aren't... a lot of problems with these companies. Nice, really good insights. Um, I'm sure there's some folks watching who would love to get in contact with you. Jeff, what's the best way for people to reach you? Sure, I mean, you could go to our website. We're at uh, youroutsourcecfo.com. Uh, you could also look, look me up on uh, LinkedIn, and uh, please come, come, uh, come by. I think we've got about a minute before we got to go to break, but I wanted to just touch on something that you talk about on your website, and, and the process goal is to increase long-term value, being in the valuation consulting space, that has a warm spot in my heart. Talk a little bit about how you do that. Increase long-term value? Yeah, what, what's, the, what's the aim there? Sure, so there? Once, we're, once we're really with the companies, you know, anywhere five months, eight months or so on, we really become a, a true partner with the CEO or the other people of the company, and they turn to us for all of the bigger decisions that they're looking to do with their, their, their business growth. So because we're there, we end up being with these companies on average three to five years to help them through everything, even to exits or succession to family members, things of that nature. That's really where we're, we're helping these companies. Family dynamic is an interesting thing. I don't know if we have enough time to dive into that, but I want to ask you it real is. quick if I can sneak one in. Sure. Uh, when you get that spot where you're displacing the bookkeeper, the accountant, what have you, is it oftentimes a family member that you're bumping, and is there a big <laughs> issue around that? That's actually a good question. Um, it depends. The smaller the business, yes, there usually there is some sort of family member engaged there, um, especially as a family business. 
Uh, and it is a difficult scenario, to, to say the least. Uh, but we, we tread lightly, and we do, it, uh, we do it in the manner that helps the business and emphasize that this is to really, it's your family business. You need it to continue what you want to do in your life personally. So let's make the right decisions, even if it means taking and getting a new bookkeeper in to replace your yep. wife or husband. A lot of times CEOs are not financial people. Um, what's the communication like with those non-financial <laughs> CEOs? Well, it's all about getting, getting them to a understanding. So in the beginning, the communication, as long as it, there's a lot, it can, be, it can be a little bit difficult. But once they start understanding the financials, you, you got them on, they really are ready to move forward. So. Good stuff. We have to take a quick commercial break, pay a few bills, but we'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. Together, they will form Philadelphia Federal Credit Union, already in a neighborhood near you. Assurance. It's a word, a touch, a look that sparks a feeling, peace of mind, that everything will be all right. These are the moments that inspire us to do more than you'd ever expect from a car insurance company at a price that's less than you'd expect. This is more than just insurance. This is Plymouth Rock Assurance. Visit us at PlymouthRock.com. Casey Price, host of a brand new show called Everyday Elder Care. My show will help you take the stress out of caring for your elderly loved one by educating you about options and solutions you may not even know exist. Tune in every Tuesday at noon on RVN TV. We'll see you there. Imagine the finest hand-selected USDA prime steak you'll ever have. The freshest line-caught seafood. Our Wine Spectator award-winning wine list and soul-satisfying desserts. Bring that together with the perfect date. The winning business deal. A memorable family celebration. Welcome to Rod's Steak and Seafood. Welcome back to Behind the Numbers. I'm Dave Bookbinder. My guest again today is Jeff Bruno, and this is the part of the program that we call The Bottom Line, where my viewers get to hear a key takeaway from my guest. If they're only watching one segment of this program, what would be the one thing that you would want viewers to take away, Jeff? The one thing that we emphasize all the time is the three C's. It's what we do in our practice. It's communication, clarity, and cash flow. This is what Owners across the board and small businesses have to deal with all the time. If they don't have the effective communication within their organization or with us, we can't get to the clarity on the financials with them. And they, they need clarity on financials to make the right decisions. And then, of course, that leads to cash flow, which is every small business's thing. Cash is king, right, Dave? Absolutely. So that's what they need. They need the cash flow, and we do that in the first few months with every business. Those are the three things we make sure we stay on top of. That's excellent. Great advice. Thank Great you. stuff. And if we have some time, I know we're going to unpack that a little bit, but I know that you wanted to have a conversation about a couple of things that are near and dear to my heart as well. Uh, two influencers, two uh, very influential books and authors. Uh, the first one here is The Go-Giver by Bob Berg and John David Mann. 
And the key takeaway here that I got from the Go-Giver is that, um, boy, what was it? Yes, it, it, people um, will refer business to and do business with people that they know, like, and trust. Uh, I, I tell people I spend most of my day trying to develop trust. Know and like is pretty easy. Tell me and our audience why the Go-Giver book was so important to you and why you wanted to talk about it today. I, I Dave, <laughs> I love the Go-Giver. Um, honestly, thank you, Bob Burke. It yeah. is the, I have fashioned my business around that. The five laws of stratospheric success has been key to me building the business. And I make, I actually, the first day I have been hiring a new employee, they sit down and, and they say, all right, I'm ready to work. What are we doing financial? I say, we're not doing any financial. You're gonna read this book for the first day of your employment in our business. And it goes over great. And everybody loves the book. And I, I agree with you that the trust factor is so critical. And if you provide that value and you have the authentic trust factor, you will be receiving things and coming back to you. And, and I really believe in that philosophy. Yeah, and, and so do I, because people aren't doing business with companies. They're doing business with people. Yep. And that's where, that's where it matters. So good. Maybe we'll, we'll go back into that. But I know there's another one that you also wanted to talk about, too. Uh, another influencer of mine, a great book called Start With Why by Simon Sinek. The key takeaway from this book is that people don't buy what you do, they buy why you do it. And Simon talks about leading with your why. Uh, yes. Apple's a great example of that. Apple if you want to challenge the status quo, boy, do we have a product for you, as opposed to uh, here's a device that you can listen to music on when to buy one. Yeah. Talk about Start With Why and why that's something you want to discuss today. Sure. So it, it, we use it in our business as well, the why, how, what of every scenario, like you said. So when, when we talk to a potential client or we're working with clients, it's not about what we're doing for them. It's not about budgets and forecasts. It's about why are we helping you? What are you trying to achieve? What is your ultimate goal with your business? Do you want to expand because you want to make more money? Do you want to do it because you feel like you're helping society? Are you just doing this to, to pass it on to your children? Like what are, where are you really going with this business? And then we lead we, we help you hit those goals. And then we, how we do it is we take those, those, formula, those strategies and then we use the, the financial um, acumen to uh, produce the, to get to your why, to help you get to your why. We, we, um, we feel that every business has to come out with why they're doing what they're doing first before what they do. It's important. Yeah, so you're so. helping the business owner discover their why. So I'm guessing that somewhere in this whole equation, uh, as you founded your business, you had a, a deep why. As, would you want to share that with the audience, <laughs> if you wouldn't mind? Sure. I mean, when, we, when I started the business, I said, there is a lack of this strategic value provided to these small companies. And honestly, it makes me feel good every day that our business is helping these small companies succeed. And that's my why. That's really what, that's really what I love doing every day, is seeing them refinance debt and get ahead of their, their issues on their business and grow, take a company from three million to six million. That really is what we're doing it for and it makes me feel good. Jumping back to the go-giver, so what's the reaction of the employees after they read it? It's an interesting little parable. Sure. How do they synthesize that in their day-to-day -day as they go out and, and help your clients? Uh, they love it. I mean, they, they read it and they just get, they light up and they, they uh, say, they get intrigued and they get sort of empowered. And uh, that's exactly my, what I'm trying to accomplish with it. I, I want them to feel engaged. And I want them to put goals down, which the go-giver also mentions. Throw down goals, too, and, and try to hit those uh, with your 
with your company. And, and I think the employees feed off that. So Very good. So at a higher level, going behind the numbers, if you will, mm-hmm. what are kind of the, um, the most prevalent issues that you're seeing your clients facing right now? Most prevalent issues. Um, well, there's the one we talked about earlier. The alternative debt is definitely a factor. Yeah. Um, there are also, you know, uh, the market swings. Uh, things things change real fast. And in this modern society, there's a lot of entrepreneurs and it's a lot of new products, and they have to stay ahead of the fray and keep keep relevant. So they have to make sure that they stay on target in their core business. A lot of times, people will say, let me try something else, maybe that will help me. And then they stay, they move out of their core focus and it doesn't help their business. So we try to not only help them with financials, but try to keep them focused on what is their most profitable core business at the same time. I see that often. Yep. So During the break, you were chatting about an organization I think you wanted to mention. Oh yeah, PIDC, Philadelphia Industrial Development Corporation. So who we, are they uh, and what do they do? So they're a, they're a local organization in, in Philadelphia. Um, they're, they've been around for many years, 60 years. They're actually at their 60 year anniversary. Nice. Um, and they do really great small business lending. Uh, and they, they help, they do it in to help with the community. So they'll lend to uh, even, uh, their focus is minority businesses, um, women owned, things of that nature. But they will lend to small businesses across the Philadelphia region only that need help in transitioning their business and moving to a new area, developing more product, or just generally expanding. So we have a partnership with them, and we help uh, 10 companies that uh, they've loaned to, and it's a, it's a great program. Nice, so. I'm sure they will appreciate the shout out. Yeah, I'm sure they will. So, yeah. Nice. Um, at some point, you know, as we talked in the introduction, a company needs you to jump in. Is there a point in time where you need to move on and the company outgrows your service? That's, that's a really good question. Um, it depends is the answer, but at some times when the company uh, gets maybe towards an exit, we can help them navigate to that exit, and then they might sell off most of the shares of the company. At that point, they're not going to need us anymore. Yeah. Hopefully, we're, I mean, that's, that's one exit. The other way is um, a company has just gotten so big or so complicated that they need an internal CFO resource, and we will gladly hand that off and help them actually interview and hire a CFO, and, and we will hand that off because... In that case, that's a success story for us, and we're happy to do that. So So we talked about before the overloaded CFO who's responsible for managing these various silos, and it's a recipe for failure. Um, So when you're working with those companies and they're they're about to transition you out, for example, and you're helping them figure out who that next person's going to be, what's your, uh, your input to them on the role, the fit, the responsibilities for what they're really looking for so that they're set up for success for the long haul? Yeah, I mean, we, we, we'll make sure that they have the right pieces. I mean, we want to make sure that all of the, the players from the IT to the HR to the, all the components that factor into the organization are set up correctly and that we hand off the models, the, the projection models and the, uh, the know-how to that next resource that they're bringing in, whether it's a, a CFO or whatever the direction they're going in. Right. But while you're there as a strategic partner, yeah, like you said, you've got, you've got the seat at the table. So I would imagine, correct me if I'm wrong, that if they're talking to lenders, if they're talking yes. uh, about growing their business, entering new markets, new products, what have you, anything that pertains to growth and strategy, oh, yes. what, what's your role in that? We are, the, we are the complete liaison for that company. So we are sitting next to them at the table. When they're making those decisions, we were reviewing those contracts that come for refinancing structures. We are the go-to to the banks to help negotiate things, uh, any kind of structure there. We look at any contract that's going to be um, affecting their growth with 
partners across the across any part of their business. So we really are helping them with the decision point. Do these businesses typically have um, a board of advisors or some type of board of directors, or are they too small at that stage? Depends on the business. Um, certainly, as they grow, they start to need that. And they do have a, an, and at times, actually, a couple of businesses, we, uh, as an embedded CFO, we are on that board. Yeah, and, so, and that's where I was going yeah, with that, actually. Yeah. I was curious, because as, as an independent outsider, you, you don't have the baggage, if you will, of being the insider at that point. So you, right. you can kind of actually function as a, a board member, if you will, bringing that fresh perspective. Absolutely, and it helps a lot. It helps a lot. And we, we tend to bring together all those opinions and help formulate the, uh, the direction, yeah. It's okay. So I guess implicit in our conversation so far, we've talked about the business owner, the CEO, and we're thinking about it as one individual. I'm sure you've had experiences where you've got co-CEOs or several equal sure. partners in a business. Talk about that dynamic and what your role is in that circumstance. Sure. Um, yeah, there's a lot of dynamic in companies, and when there's multiple partners, there can be different personalities that you have to deal with. And that's certainly one of the things that, as a continual CFO, you have to be able to navigate. It's not just about the financials. It's about being able to navigate the personalities of the different partners and getting the information to them that they want to hear, getting the clarity to the CEO versus the CMO or the VP of sales, if they're all partners. It's getting, getting the key metrics to them individually and getting, so they, it's in their language and being able to discuss that. It's, right. it's key and uh, important. Right. So, so in my world, I love helping privately held businesses because, as people have heard me say, valuation is typically never life and death. But when you work with a privately owned company, oftentimes valuation can be life and death. And it's probably one of the most important things they need to do. Sure. Um, and I, I enjoy helping them because a lot of times they don't know what they don't know. So from your experience, what, what are kind of the, the hot issues that business owners, as you've discovered, didn't know that they didn't know? And maybe you thought that they might have. <laughs> well... They didn't know, they didn't know. Well, business owners, as you can imagine, are always over uh, very optimistic about their idea and where they're going, and that's great. And they will overvalue their situation. Sure. Uh, that will happen often. They will have a $5 million company, and oh, I'm worth $25 million. And let's, sometimes we have to bring that back to a reality situation and make sure and say, let, let, let's play this how it's, let's see what the financials say here. And so it's important that they understand that too. Gotcha. How often does the, the topic of valuation come up in your day-to-day? -day? Often. I would say that, um, you know, with the about the 40 companies we're working with now, I'd say about 25% and there's a valuation piece that we talk about on an annual basis. So, gotcha. Yes. So there's a, an old adage about business owners working in the business versus working on the business. Sure. What's your experience there and what advice do you offer the folks who are watching who are maybe spending most of their time working in the business? Sure. Um, well, we always recommend that they work on the business, of course. And that's one of our added value of a CFO, embedded CFO, is the idea that we will, we will hopefully take that financial nervousness away um, so that they can really focus on the business and do what they do best. So we always, we always push them to do that, and eventually, after a few months, they see that we can take that stress off of them, and they will be able to focus on them. That's good. We've got to wrap up here, but real yeah, quick, sure. Jeff, if you wouldn't mind, just tell people how to contact you one more time. Sure. Um, please go to our website, uh, youroutsourcedcfo.com. You can also find me on LinkedIn, and uh, we'd love to uh, meet you and, and see if we could help you. Great. Thanks so much. Thanks Absolutely. for spending some time and, and sharing your insights with our audience. Sure. That's it for today on Behind the Numbers. I'm Dave Bookbinder. We'll see you again next time on Behind the Numbers. Take care. In nearby Morristown, New Jersey.
bring your appetite and feed your passion. For independent living for seniors age 62 and over, People Inc. offers safe, maintenance-free apartments across Western New York. The affordable rent is income-based. For more information, call People Inc. Senior Living at 817-9090. In a world where bankers have lost all interest, where robots and fat cats rule our fortunes, one woman Hi. will stand up and strive to do the impossible. Be treated like a person. Friends and neighbors will join her quest. Ordinary people will band together against the forces of corporate greed. And together, they will form Philadelphia Federal Credit Union, already in a neighborhood near you. Assurance. It's a word, a touch, a look that sparks a feeling. Peace of mind that everything will be all right. These are the moments that inspire us to do more than you'd ever expect from a car insurance company at a price that's less than you'd expect. This is more than just insurance. This is Plymouth Rock Assurance. Visit us at PlymouthRock.com. Casey Price, host of a brand new show called Everyday Elder Care. My show will help you take the stress out of caring for your elderly loved one by educating you about options and solutions you may not even know exist. Tune in every Tuesday at noon on RVN TV. We'll see you there. Imagine the finest hand-selected USDA prime steak you'll ever have. The freshest line-caught seafood. Our Wine Spectator award-winning wine list and soul-satisfying desserts. Bring that together with the perfect date, the winning business deal, a memorable family celebration. Welcome to Rod's Steak and Seafood Grill in nearby Morristown, New Jersey. Bring your appetite and feed your passion.
independent living for seniors age 62 and over, People Inc. offers safe, maintenance-free apartments across Western New York. The affordable rent is income-based. For more information, call People Inc. Senior Living at 817-9090. In a world where bankers have lost all interest, where robots and fat cats rule our fortunes, one woman Hi. will stand up and strive to do the impossible. Be treated like a person. Friends and neighbors will join her quest. Ordinary people will band together against the forces of corporate greed. And together, they will form Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. Already in a neighborhood near you. Assurance. It's a word. A touch. A look. That sparks a feeling. 